Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Who the hell am I? I'm a construction worker. After the bathroom, I said be right back. I'm a cop, you idiot! Pasta. Oh! I'm Detective John Kimball. Who is your daddy? Answer the question! And what does he do? Put that cookie down! Now! Oh, hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Into the... the, 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 the. Oh, oh, this man. show where we're... Surfing, we're uh, surfing, the, surfing the multiverse of, of Arnold films. Yeah, we're, we're, we're taking a dip mm-hmm. uh, through the multiverse. We're like sliders. We're sliding through mm-hmm. the Arnold tubes. Yep. That's S- what we're doing. Sliding through like like a fist through the alien bounty hunter's midsection. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay. First of all, I want to thank our producer, Norm from Cheers, uh, for making this all happen. Thank you, Norm. Norm. Uh, so much for tasking us with with going through all the Schwarzenegger yeah. films. <laughs> thank you so and much we- for hiring us to do a thing we would do anyway. Yeah, and we're man. We uh, so we covered Conan. Mm-hmm. We covered Stay Hungry. We covered Hercules. <laughs> we sure did cover Stay Hungry. Yeah, and now we're finally at the Terminator, 1984's James Cameron directed, mm-hmm. starring Linda Hamilton and Michael Bean, uh, and another guy. Yeah, and this is gonna be a weird one, in my opinion, Tom. Oh, because. It's the Terminator. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Stay Hungry, Conan, Hercules in New York. Those are all films I was like slightly removed from, uh-huh. you know, emotionally. Yeah. This is just my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's like doing a review of Jurassic Park. You know, it's like, well, shit. Yeah. Well. <laughs> like, how, where do we even begin? Yeah. Uh, well, luckily, uh, we have a roadmap that we've <laughs> That's created true, but I do just wanna- for the show. I do want to ask you, like, did you see this or Terminator 2 first? Um, this. Okay. See, I think a lot of people my age saw Terminator 2 first, because that was the one that was like, ah, oh, there's a kid in it. It's for kids. We're, we're having fun. Well, it was like also, that, it was inescapable in the summer of 91. Yes. It was. And we were also yeah. of the age. Yeah. Like that was the age where you start watching movies yeah, like this. Yeah, and they marketed this, even though Terminator 2 is pretty it's pretty grisly r yeah Yeah, for uh for uh especially for like a mainstream blockbuster but the marketing for this movie was so aggressive they were uh and and kid oriented they were comic books toys video games action figures this movie was everywhere this was the days where we loved marketing r-rated movies to children i have a book that i made in second grade that's just a recount of the plot of terminator 2 same uh, yeah, made by a child. Mine's oh, in man, first grade, should... but yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because it was just fucking amazing. It's Terminator 2. And like, thinking about how, because this is 84, Terminator 2 was 91, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That's that's a wild difference. Like the hype around Terminator 2, y- you can really like see from that time difference and what the C- the added CGI and, and what this was. But of course, this was the film that started it all. Yeah, it's also a very different uh, movie from Terminator Two. Yeah, and as we go into our first section, which is the plot, 
I mean, we've talked about this, and I don't think it's a surprise, but I definitely want to talk about all the ways that this is a action slasher. This is a uh, this because, is a slasher film, yes. Yeah, instead of horror, they do action sequences. But other than that, it's a slasher film. Mm-hmm. It is um, a monster that obviously keeps going even when it's falling apart. Yeah. The Terminator is basically Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers. Yeah. Um, especially Except since he's they also technological have technological instead of supernatural. Mm-hmm. And when you think about like mountains of skulls, mm-hmm. um, that can be uh, hell or it could be a robot apocalypse. Like the imagery is similar. Yeah. No, the Im- this movie is filmed like a slasher movie too. It's 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 grimy. Oh, yeah. It's gritty. It's a lot of guerrilla filmmaking. It's she she yeah. goes into the garage and there's POVs of her looking left and right. Um, they do the thing where a couple has sex and is killed. Um, there's the there's like the starting murders, you know, mm-hmm. leading up. There's the Michael Myers uh, Laurie connection where the killer has there's a lore behind her. She's a special person. Yeah, she she is targeted. Um, elaborate lore setup of this this future war, like like a like a like a origin story mm-hmm. um, for a slasher. Um, there's slasher deaths. He punches through a man. That's a fucking Jason kill. Yep. He sh- he. Yeah. He uh. Yeah. He murders a lot of people. Uh. Yeah. Just the, straight up. There's two fake outs where the 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 killer is dead, and then not dead. But then isn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just it's a you know it's a a slasher movie in its bones. It's got some noir ish. Uh, it's kind of neo-noir uh, in, well, in some ways. Of course, if you ask James Cameron, he named the nightclub after the genre he thought this was, which is tech noir. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's, I've, I've said this before and uh, in the, in um, I've, I've written about this before, but um, claims of uh, uh, plagiarism from Harlan Ellison aside, it's also one of the most original films ever made. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is and it isn't because yeah, I think that didn't the Matrix also have this? Uh, was it Harlan Ellison with the Matrix as well? Probably. Where it's like robots taking over, like it's it's more that what makes it original is that they take a premise, the robot apocalypse that isn't original, and they just reframed it. Yeah, in a way you hadn't seen. It's the execution. Yeah. It's it's, yeah, it's 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 both again, the it's, slasher element. It's both the idea and the execution of the idea. And when you think of this as a slasher film, it is it's wildly original because every slasher film is the same thing. Yeah. We need to figure out why is why is this person unstoppable? Why are they going after this person? Um it's always uh demonic possession or just evil. Mm-hmm. Um or vengeance or, or you know. Or vengeance. This thought of a completely original idea to get us to that yeah uh terminator 2 still i think plays off of it because i think the core of terminator movies should be there's this unstoppable thing coming after you they're all chase movies yes except Uh, except for salvation but that yeah except for when they're not except for when they're also terminator genesis that's they're still being pursued but yeah yeah, but it, it falls apart, you know. Yeah. Um and and you know, a lot of the later ones do, but like yeah, they're still at their heart 
we're being pursued. We're trying to yeah, get away. Which is, you're right. It, it, it's a derivative or it's an iteration of a slasher film because a lot of slasher films are, you know, uh, chase movies, but not all chase movies are slasher films. Right. And they also, one of the key things they do that the later Terminators, even Terminator 2 doesn't do, um, is they make them incredibly outgunned. Kyle Reese shows up with a single sawed-off shotgun. They actually put the scene side by side mm-hmm. with the Terminator just splurging at a gun shop. Yeah, uh, and so they're showing like he has all the guns. Kyle Reese has none. Yeah, of the he's guns. outmatched in every possible way. He's a human. He's small. Uh, Arnold's huge. Right. Michael Bean is small. Uh, he has no resources whatsoever. Uh, the Terminator can get whatever he wants, and he also has a computer brain, so he knows where to get everything he wants. Right. Um, and yeah, he's just he's f- and he's physically no match for Arnold. Um, obviously, uh, he wouldn't be anyway. But Arnold has the additional element of he's a fucking robot. Um, right. And they don't have any. There's there's no weapons in the in the time period that they're in that can really damage him. Right. And it. It's one of those things that and and nobody not, believes them and nobody believes them and nobody believes them. This isn't a critique of T2 because that movie is obviously great, but even T2 can't do it. Like Ooh, the end of this, well, <laughs> well, the T-1000. end of this movie. Oh no, no. What I mean is like the end of this movie, it's just Sarah Connor. Yeah. And she, it, it's straight up horror movie. She has to kill this thing. Uh, Kyle Reese is dead at the end of T2. You compare it to the Terminator is still there and it still takes the final, Right, uh, but it, ta- like it, it takes all it, of I'm them not to saying beat him. And, yeah. Terminator 2 definitely, um, and I would say the newest one, Dark Fate, definitely have that element where it's yeah. like, we can't fucking kill this yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just, I'm just saying unkillable, that yeah. This is the purest form of that. And I'm not, like, I, I, I can't stress enough that doesn't that doesn't mean, it's not a, like a sign of quality. It's just in terms of pure desperation, right. there's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. This is, it doesn't get, this is peak right because at least in like terminator 2 uh, i think uh, you know obviously again that's a a fucking incredible movie all-time classic yeah um and they up the stakes obviously uh, very well to i mean the t-1000 is a villain that will probably never be topped um yeah but yeah it still does have like at at the end of the day like you're uh you still have a basically indestructible robot on your team (laughs) Whereas right. in this first one, it's just Kyle Reese. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. It's it's the difference, and I think a lot of people have made this comparison between Alien and Aliens, uh, especially since James Cameron yeah. did Aliens, which is that like it's just two different tones. There's a lot of arguments about which one is the better one. Well, they're two different films, and it well, yeah, yeah. and they're two yeah they're two different types of films. That's, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, and you can't you can't even really compare them. I always kind of go to the side of Alien and this are the purest forms. I agree. Are the first idea. And, and I even though I don't necessarily enjoy the, the first ones, like I've seen Aliens and I've seen Terminator 2 way more times than I've seen Terminator and Alien. Uh, they are the, like... I think the better version. I will say... In a weird way. Yeah, no, I, 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 I get that. I, as I've gotten older... I definitely watch Alien and Terminator more often than I watch more, Aliens yeah. or Terminator 2. 
Alien, uh, especially because Alien is a fucking great movie. Yeah, and it's uh, also a horror oof. movie. <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's so heavy. Yeah, the reason I didn't yeah. watch that one a whole lot when I was a kid is because it scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking scary. And it's, yeah. it's intense and it's bleak. Yeah, it's not just this that it's scary; it's so bleak. <laughs> yeah, Alien is a horror movie. Uh, straight up horror movie. Yeah, this is. I would say this isn't a horror movie. It's mm. just a slasher film. Yeah. Um, and so there's just a grit to it mm-hmm. that you'll never see again in the this franchise. Um, yeah. It just, yeah. There's, there's, I don't know, something about it where it's, uh, it's, it's very special. Yeah. Obviously, it's the Terminator. It's the Terminator. What a, what a fucking idea, man. <laughs> That's yeah. all I can say. It's what an idea. I, I did read that the original plan from this was to have two Terminators. One was going to be uh, a liquid metal. And James Cameron was like trying to figure out the logistics, and he was like, mm. "I just can't do that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to wait. Part, I was just going to do stop motion, and it's like part nah. of part of what. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've already said that. It's a major part. It's not just the idea; it's also the execution, and like so much of this movie's greatness comes from. Like, I think the 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 psychiatrist Dr. Silverman actually says to Reese, he's like, "The story you've concocted is great because it doesn't require any proof." Uh, and in, in a yeah. way it's it's you can kind of see that as like a meta commentary in the film itself because it gives you so it creates such a compelling uh realized backstory without really showing it to us yeah uh, but it does this it is- shows us just enough and it does uh, a lot of it, very effectively uh with with the little bit that it shows us it's yeah fucking great film yeah the time travel stuff this is a movie that had We've been making podcasts in 1990. I guess we'd be on the radio then. Yeah. Uh, we just have a, a talk show. And I heard, that if I had heard they're making a Terminator 2, I would have at the time been like, oh, what a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. There, it's it's going to get too convoluted. And like, and and I would be wrong. Um, mind you, you can't make three of them. But... Uh, you know what <laughs> I mean? Religion. Where it's like, yeah, where it, this is a very f- a limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, designed uh, story. to be a closed loop. That's the point. That's the point of a bootstrap paradox, right? Yeah, I think so. My yeah, my gripe that I've said a million times with Terminator is that they got too lost in the time travel mythology mm-hmm. and forgot that it was just a device to yeah. Get it wasn't. Us it there. wasn't the important thing. And I think what James Cameron did in this, which I wouldn't—he absolutely should have done—but I think it's what people threw people off—is creating the time loop where Kyle Reese ends up being John Connor's father. I think that's like a, a like a like a spice added to the story. Yeah, it's a little bit of spice, a little bit of flavor, a little bit of flavor. Yeah, roll it around on your tongue. But, mm, tasty. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's delicious. Delightful. Yeah. Um. One thing I noticed watching this again that I hadn't noticed before, mm-hmm. or maybe I had and I forgot, there's one moment where I'm like, well, that's dumb. And it's when the Terminator runs into the wall and the cops show up and the Terminator's He's like, just gone. cops are here, gotta go. <laughs> and it's like, wait a second. <laughs> well, you just finished the job. You're right there, Terminator. Yeah, it has, but- it, that, yeah, it, that, that. <laughs> yeah, that has always kind of bugged me a little bit because it's like because he just uh, I guess he needed to go back and regroup because he got fucked up a little bit. 
Yeah. But it's like, honestly, like the police station attack should have just happened right there because he's a robot. His own, yeah. his sole purpose of for existing is to kill Sarah Connor and she's right there. And, yeah, she's 10 feet away. She's being handcuffed and detained. They're, they are literally like trussing her up for him and he fucking yeah. runs off. He's like, oh shit, I got to get out of here. I got priors. You're the fucking yeah, Terminator. Just, <laughs> like, just run at her and crush her head. None of Doesn't them Doesn't matter how many you. times you're yeah. shot. And, it, and it's yeah. not like the Terminator... Like the biggest one of the you know it's one of the things that Kyle Reese says about him, but like it doesn't care about whether or not it survives. Yeah, it, it's, the it's, only purpose it has is killing Sarah Connor. That's it. It's similar to when the T one thousand and T two stab Sarah Connor is like called to John, and it's like uh, I think you can do that. I th- yeah um, yeah because <laughs> like, he does later. I I, I w- always wonder if that was an like a vestige or of um when the cut scene the cut scene where he's like fucked up yeah 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 i think that was the idea and he they can't cut quite it. control his shape shifting anymore after he got frozen yeah um the other thing i noticed watching this again this is a small thing it's not a plot hole i just didn't notice how hilarious the sound is when kyle reese hits the terminator with his car outside the hotel the, just the thunk i don't know if you caught it is one of the most beautiful thunks of the Terminator getting hit by the car. Also, like, that would have fucked up the car, but whatever. Do you yeah. recall that? Vaguely, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's all. He hits him with the car inside the hotel, and it's like this boop, and he just goes flying, and it made me so... I was so delighted by it. <laughs> It's not really like it's not a note. It's nothing. It's just oh, yeah. I, I, I never noticed gun. that. He looks a little pissed when he has to pick his yeah. gun back up. He's like, God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> oh, you would think yeah. he'd be able to just plant his feet, <laughs> and then the car right? would just. But I don't know. He's he not that goes, like he's not that durable. Like we see earlier that he fucked his arm up punching through the windshield. Yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah, he's yeah. not. He's not. You know, like uh, the physics and his own body weight will fuck him up so right and it's of course what made the t-1000 the perfect like i'm so it's so lucky that he couldn't do the t-1000 yeah so that in the sequel it's like you know what's scarier this mother this guy who can do fucking anything yeah yeah just try to hit him with a car um uh all right well should we get into did anything about the plot you want to uh, shout out? I mean, it's the Terminator. It's Terminator. So. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't watched it, um, I guess watch it. Oh, yeah. There's uh, there's no way people <laughs> listening to us haven't watched the right. Terminator, right? Like, you, yeah. I, Maybe. If yeah. you somehow haven't seen it yet, fucking watch it. It's really I, good. Honestly, I think as people get older, or rather as we get older and people get younger... <laughs> Uh, uh, there's going to be people who've only seen T2, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's how old is this movie? I don't want, don't answer that. Okay. Yeah. I won't. Uh, let's get into technically not Arnold. This is talking about Arnold as an actor in this film. Um, and I guess I want to start with the, the trivia that everybody knows that he wasn't really a first choice. Mm-mm. It was Lance um, Hendrickson. James Cameron. It was Lance Hendrickson. James Cameron met with Arnold expecting or p- wanting to get into a fight with him. 
So he could tell the studio because the studio wanted him. The studio wanted Arnold and Jim Cameron didn't want Arnold, assumed he wouldn't like him at all. So he took the meeting basically just to to ruin it. In bad faith. Yeah. Yeah. And then he ended up really liking Arnold. Uh, And so, and and it worked out. Right, Um, because the idea was supposed to be the Terminator's an infiltration robot, so he's supposed to look like everybody. And Arnold stands out. Right. There's there's no question that Arnold uh was the right choice. Of course yes, he was the right of choice. Of course he is, yeah. Um with that said, standing back from this movie, I can see why you wouldn't want him for this. Yeah, it's well it's the um, it's the principle behind casting Robert Patrick to play the T one thousand. Like Robert Patrick's not a bodybuilder, he's just a guy. Exactly. Um on yeah, on top of that, I actually don't think Arnold's performance is that great oh i disagree i think he's too expressive i think he's actually too expressive in a lot of scenes he gets a weird like like a face like he just smelled a fart in a lot of scenes he flinches too much he i mean again slow budget filmmaking too he's one of the scenes one of the scenes he's making a weird face is when he's riding on the hood of the car about to punch through the windshield I'm talking about one of the most iconic roles of all time here. Yeah, that's true. So I'm, I'm, I'm just, I have to keep qualifying with it with like, of course I'm incorrect. (laughs) Of course this was the right choice. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah. But watching it and being like, oh yeah, he's kind of a little too expressive. Um, I can see how like Lance Hendrickson would be better. I can see this done in a more effective way. Again, I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm completely wrong here. The wrongest anyone has ever been. Yeah. That said, the part of the police station, the, you know, I'll be back. I'll be back thing, yeah. When I, I, I never appreciated until this watch, like when the cop says, like, you have to wait here, he scans everything. Uh huh. He, he looks around. (laughs) He, 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 yeah, he, he does, uh, he does a couple of equations in his head. He's like, all right. I'm pretty sure I can ram the car through this, and then I yeah. just walk in and kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's the of course I'll be back. That's never been about the line. It's been about that moment, mm-hmm. right? It's like the that's moment. how it it's not the line, meme. right? It's nothing. Line. The the context is what's important. It's one of those lines that we lost the thread on really quickly for that reason. Where it's like, it's not that iconic of a line. It's real. It's to me, it's him scanning. It's him looking around. Yeah. It's, sizing it up it's, and going, I'll be back. I'll be back. And then it's a couple of, couple of seconds of the desk sergeant sitting there doing paperwork. And then he just fucking drives a car into the building. Right. According to IMDB trivia. Yep. Which, you know, take with a grain of salt. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger wanted the line to be, I will be back because he thought it was more robotic and he thought the word all was too feminine uh no no what <laughs> I, the, what I, I don't know about that what i've read from I, it was either directly from james cameron or in an interview where somebody was talking about him what i've read right. is that he literally had trouble saying it yeah i could see he that. had trouble saying i will be back so he just said i'll be back i'll be back yeah uh, but I will be back is I the also, line that Jim Cameron had originally written. And really, they, I yeah. heard that it was also "I'll come back." Um, was a version at one point. Mm-hmm. Who well, can say? Well, yeah. What what's what is apparently 
what, what seems to be true is that the line was originally different and they had to adjust it so that Arnold would say it. I, yeah. What, what I've read in a place that wasn't IMDb trivia is that he, you know, he was still like, he still was learning his lines phonetically at this point, even though he speaks English. Right. Um, he just had trouble saying it is what I've read. Yeah, here's the problem with IMDb trivia, and honestly, it's not vetted. Every behind- Any, anybody can can. Well, yeah, yeah, that. But there's a bigger problem, I think, and it's a problem with even DVD featurettes, is that they're all storytellers, so everybody mythologizes, yeah, right? That, yeah, that's everything that's, is done. That's everything. That's this. Yeah. That's sports. That's music. Everybody self mythologizes. Exactly. So yeah. every story about the making of every movie. Unless they you they have footage of it happening. Yeah, you gotta uh, take it is, with a grain of salt because like yeah. Cameron has like a le- legendary beef with the dude who was the head of Orion at the time, or at least the person who was in charge of Terminator. Well, uh, 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 well it was at Orion at the time. Um, he's still mad at that guy, and like right. anytime he talks about it, he's like, "Oh, they didn't believe in in this or this or this, and they gave me shit on X, Y, and Z." And like you hear the Orion guy tell, and he's like, "Well, we." Yeah, I didn't believe in the project, but this, this, and this that he's saying is not actually what happened. It was actually this way. So it's, yeah, right. it's it's pretty hard to of, cut through what actually went on with this movie. Right. Like the story of O.J. Simpson almost getting the part. He was definitely considered. Yeah, but what that could mean is like a conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then, of course, that becomes such a big trivia because it's O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it, was o- it was O.J. Simpson pl- on top of the specific reason why they decided against him is because they thought nobody would O.J.'s public persona at the time, right up until he was arrested for double murder, was that he was a very nice guy. That was like his public persona. So they were like, well, nobody will buy it if he's a murderer. Right. <laughs> it's uh, so that, That's why that piece of trivia has become like, I mean, yeah, you're, you're absolutely yeah, right. It's legendary he was, trivia. He might have been, cons- he might have been in the running for an afternoon, but right. <clears throat> um, so, all right, we're talking about Arnold as an actor. Um, yeah. One of, one of the, my notes is just simply, he has a uh, teen heartthrob hair in this. He has teen heartthrob face in this. Like Arnold. Yeah. He's one of those dudes. Um, uh, and this, and this is, you know, this is, this happens to like, I don't know, maybe half a people. I don't know. But he's one of those people that like looked better the older he got. Yeah. Like he, he grew into himself. Right. Yeah. Like you watch him in, in like last action here. You're like, God, that handsome motherfucker. And then like in yeah. the Terminator, he looks very boyish. Yeah, he's awkward. Yeah, he's a little awkward, um, but it works for the character because he's supposed to be this awkward, fucking weird sentinel stomping around murdering people. Right. And again, for the reasons we said, him versus Michael Bean, it makes it works really well because he's imposing logically as an infiltration robot, not so much. No. Um I also get why apparently Arnold's agent was like, don't do this movie. Yeah. Don't be a villain. I get all the logic of it. Mm-hmm. I get Arnold so far in the career we've watched. Um, his best movies, I, in my opinion, is Stay Hungry. Yeah. Not, not the best movie he was in, but his best performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that thing of like, yeah, you're in like... <sighs> They've yet to figure out, obviously, he can be charismatic and funny and fun. So I can see why, logically, they were like, yeah, Lance Hendrickson, he's imposing, but small, 
He yeah. can infiltrate. I I see it. I really see it. Yeah. Um, and I see why people were like, maybe not Arnold. And but then I think part of what it work why it works is because of his size compared to Kyle Reese, you really feel the desperation. Yeah, yeah, it kind of works it, really well. It, uh, yeah, I understand. Yeah, exa- I'm just going to repeat what you said. Yeah, I get the idea yeah. behind casting Lance Henriksen, but Arnold is the clear choice because of all right. the things we just said. Yeah, it just it really <laughs> further drives home the desperation. Yeah, he he didn't even need to be a robot. If they were like sent back in time to kill you, oh, is he a robot? Or something? No, he's just like he's just really really muscly. swole, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't I don't know I don't know how to deal with him. Yeah, pretty sure you can lift Michael Bean with one arm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and like the way he plows through people, like the cop, he just like grabs throws him and head. throws yeah. him, fucking yeah. just kills people. Yeah, yeah, they do a really good job with like I I shouldn't say Arnold doesn't do a good job because of course he does a good job. I think his body work is really good. I think sometimes his expressions, he's a little too expressive. I would have liked him being more blank faced. He, uh, yeah, he is. I think you have to really look for those moments when he's breaking his expression though for the most part he's pretty good at holding it right and again his body language he's like a fucking locomotive it's like nothing's stopping him Mm -hmm. he's he's going to plow right through he does a good detail um again and it's all it's all physical like he doesn't have many lines obviously he's terminator um and that's probably less lines than conan i think um it's something like it's something like 15 lines yeah he doesn't say much at all um, so I could see why his managers would have been like, you shouldn't do this movie. It's it's not a big part and it's just going to bury you. Um, right. But he does a good, like there's a couple of bits where when he spots Sarah Connor, his eyes will get wide. You know, it's right. like, it's like, just, you know, like little, like I, I don't know. Little things. Little details like that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, along with the lines, he's not physically, it's a Hannibal Lecter situation. Yeah. He, for the last act of the film, he's, he's an effect. He's yeah. a puppet. Yep. He's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-mm. He he Arnold Schwarzenegger the actor very unceremoniously leaves this movie in the truck. Yeah. He's just it's just boom, he's done. It's a puppet now. Yeah. Uh and there's something I don't know weird about that, but not really. Again, weird in from retrospect, an, yeah. Yeah, in retrospect. Again, as an agent, you'd be like, eh, this isn't really a big part. Yeah, you're, you're just in, a villain. You're in six scenes, and then you don't even get to participate in the finale. So you're just yeah. an effect in the finale. Yeah. Yeah, you're just a plot device. More like, or less. Who, yeah. That's the Not thing is, this could have really. just. I mean, this, it is. But. Yeah. This could have been. <clears throat> when you think about. Could have been a stuntman. I think. Yes. Yes, exactly. It could have been a stuntman. And I think what made this make him a superstar it almost feels like the difference between because here i think this is what's incredible about this movie um as opposed to other slasher movies most slasher movies the actor is covered in bullshit be it a mask or makeup uh that's the whole thing like unless you're unless it's freddy uh you don't see their face correct this his mask the scary mask is just his expressionless face mm-hmm. and his presence. And that's, I think at the time they didn't think about what kind of an effect that would have yeah. on him as a star, but it's absolutely part of what elevated him. Everybody remembers him. He's an, he 
like Michael Myers is a mask that you could put on anybody. The Terminator the is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah. The reason why we're still making movies with him as an old man is because no one else can play the Terminator. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They can play a Terminator, but not, not the, Terminator. the Terminator. Yeah. So yeah, it's it was in retrospect an extremely smart career move that at the time I can see why you'd think it wouldn't be. Um that's yeah, that's all I have for technically not Arnold. I think that's plenty, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Should we uh all right, let's move on to definitely not Arnold. Oh man. This is the <laughs> side characters. Yeah, these are um, all the glorious side characters in the movie. Yeah. I want to start by noting that Arnold is a side character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, uh, we have Linda Hamilton and Michael Bean. Both are doing an amazing job. Yeah. Yeah. Very good in this movie. I also realized they tend to this get under, era, They tend to get overlooked in this movie, too, which is a well, shame. Because Arnold. Because yeah. of Arnold. But they're both doing very good work. Yeah. Also, I love how... Um, James Cameron's like roadmap to empowering their protagonist is they have to stop to at least flirt with Michael Bean, if not have sex with Michael Bean. It's uh, Ripley and Sarah Connor. Um, you got you got to you got to pass through that Michael Bean toll booth, mm-hmm. and then Michael Bean has to die. Yeah. Um, well, he doesn't die in the James Cameron Aliens. No, but he dies in the, you know. Does Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio flirt with him in the abyss <laughs> before he explodes? God, maybe. Um, what are other, uh, what's other Michael Bean? I think that's all of I, them. I think it's all the Jim Cameron ones. Okay. It might just be a Michael Bean thing, though, too. Um, it might not be a thing. I feel like it's. <laughs> I Like I said, just this era. He just did it twice. Um I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Hicks had much to do with Ripley's empowerment. I think you're trying to make this work, and it doesn't no, really. She she has a little flirty relationship. A little with bit, him. but she's already. It's like a rite of passage at that point. Ooh, ooh, Stanley Goodspeed. He has to. I know it's not. Uh, what are you doing? I know. I know it's not James Cameron, but he has to. He has to hang out with Michael Bean, and then he becomes badass. He becomes badass because of Sean I'm saying Connery. that the right. the road for an. <laughs> The road between an everyman becoming an everyman to badass sometimes Michael has a Bean, stop Michael at Michael Bean. Michael Bean is a stop along the way, sure. Yeah. You got to you gotta quickly wave at Michael Bean as you go by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about the punks. Oh, man. The fucking punks. Unfortunately, I can never... I, I have not ever really taken the time to commit this third louse's name to memory. Yeah, because, well, the, the other two are... It's the alien bounty hunter and Bill Paxton. So yeah. it's hard to remember that guy. And he's the guy who has the clothes. Yeah, that, he's the guy he takes, takes the clothes from. Yeah. But, I mean, but, they're the most obvious one. Yeah. Ones. The kid who puts ice cream into <laughs> Sarah Connor's yeah. fucking apron at work. Uh, Brad Reardon is the third punk. Wow. Bless him. And his career is not as satisfying. No, well, of course. If if it if if he was meant for success, we would have noticed him, like we noticed Bill Paxton in the Alien Bounty Hunter. Right. Um, he actually didn't do anything after 1987. Um, sure. I don't know why. Maybe he has passed. Uh, this doesn't say he has. Uh, yeah, it can't be stressed enough that the punks are stargazing. Yeah. Well, they're getting drunk and looking through a telescope. At the uh, yeah. Griffith Observatory. 
And he's going, hey, my turn. Yeah. Uh, le- like, obviously. It's punks. 1984, Jay. <laughs> yeah. What else are they going to no, do? They got nothing to do. They're going yeah, they they to fucking go get drunk and, and fucking high as shit and just drive around Los Angeles. That's all there is to oh, do. Oh, yeah. This is definitely the end of a night. Like, they went to a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got drunk. They drove up to the observatory to look at bullshit. Yeah. Um, you want to hang out at the park? Shout out to the garbage man also. Yeah, the garbage man is pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't give a shit. <laughs> like, he has no, he almost like, no reaction, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the, the guy that rents Arnold the room... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a hero. That fucking champion. Um, really, anybody who interacts with Arnold. And, for, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mr. Futterman, the uh, the gun store owner. Yeah, who keeps Miller. his bullets on the counter. Yeah, like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, well, you can't load that gun in here. Then they'll keep the fucking bullets on the counter, man. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, the, uh, what is that, the an homeless impulse guy? buy? Oh, yeah, I need some shells. Yeah, yeah Next I grab to some shells gum? What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, the homeless guy who has his pants stolen. Yeah. The cops who give it their the c- all to stop the pants thief. Yeah. And then that one blessedly confused officer who tells him what the date is. What year? Yeah. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Obviously, um, Dr. Silberman, that fucking hero. Of course. Uh, shout out to the nameless future hero who in Kyle's flashback throws a grenade and gets incinerated. Yeah. Causing Kyle Reese to flinch slightly. Yeah. I think <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't seem torn up about that guy's death. Well, it's a, it's the, it's the lady, right? Isn't there an implication? There's like, it felt like there's an implication in that scene that she's like a protege or possibly romantic interest, but more likely oh. protege relation. It's cause they like are kind of, I don't know. He says something about, um, when Sarah Connor's like, do they have women in your time? He's like, yeah, they make good fighters. Or she asks, like, what are they like yeah. in your time? And he says they're good fighters. And then he has this yeah. flashback where he's running a mission with this woman and she gets fucking nuked. Pops. And he's like, ugh. She, it's like War of the Worlds. It's real bad. It's like a real bad, because um, she ducks for cover, but it's like it's like the duck and cover videos. It's so uh, yeah. useless on its face. And then she gets yeah. incinerated by a laser. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> perfect moment. No notes. Yeah. The hero uh, driving the pickup truck. In oh, that yeah. Flashback. Wait. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, of course, we have to talk about Matt and Ginger. Matt and Ginger. Sarah Connors. Oh, my God. Matt and Ginger. Yeah. <laughs> and Pugsley, the iguana, who probably ate their body before the cops showed up. Oh, yeah. Pugsley is um, still in that apartment, for all we know. Probably, it's, it's Sarah's yeah. lizard, and she never comes back to get him. I would love for Dark Fate to be like the return the of return Pugsley, of Pugsley as like a robot yeah. comes out of it. It's like the dog and Rick and Morty. Yeah, um, yeah. Matt calling Ginger and just like he's an absolute beefcake and just he's, like talking dirty uh, to the first female voice. Yeah, the first first woman who picks it. Like he can't tell the difference between Sarah and Ginger's voice on the phone, even though presumably he talks to Ginger every day. Yeah, um, it's. Yeah, that's uh, Slider from Top Gun, which we just watched last night. Oh, beautiful. He kisses Sarah like a weirdo. Yeah, they, you know, uh, they're they're all pals. They, they're all pals. They f- they fuck to aerobic music, yeah, to they generic do. aerobic yeah. music. And then she goes and makes herself the biggest goddamn sandwich in the world. Yeah, she does. I really Well, she's getting murdered. It's the it's the, I as I get older, I get sadder and sadder uh when they die. <laughs> Cuz it's yeah. like I want to just see these two be okay. <laughs> 
These two are like everybody's parents. Because fucking you know, like, Matt, Matt tries to fist fight the Terminator. I mean, granted, he doesn't yeah. know it's the Terminator, but it, he he's like, I'll bust you up, man. Like, he gets, he fights the Terminator. Terminator's like, oh, no, you will not. Yeah. He, he gets in, in a his, few In his like, underpants. Moments. Like, he's wearing some sweet little uh, uh, tiger-striped man briefs. They're pretty awesome. Yeah. And little socks. That's a real, he's a real trooper, Matt. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ginger's has her music blasting so much. It's yeah. very slasher movie. Yeah, yeah. That she can't hear it. Yeah, yeah. Um, fucking listening. She has to die listening to generic, like, weird 80s music. Um, the thing that is, uh, it's, yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm thinking about the, my, my train of thought right now is he shoots Ginger like 9,000 9, times. Um, right. Which you know, it's like, well, he's a it's Terminator. He's, he's 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 making sure that they're dead. But it's like, also, why does Terminator even need guns? I don't know. That's well, yeah, we don't, we don't no. need to go off on that tangent. But like, he can kill any person on the planet with his bare hands I, in one second. I think it's, I think it's because robots. They're like, well, if you're all the way over there, that's like, true. This yeah. is still easier. This is a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. Make but my, Matt and make Ginger, my job a little easier. Yeah. What fucking heroes? Um, Lieutenant Traxler and uh, the whatever Lance Henriksen's character's name is. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about these 80s police and their 80s police station with, I think every police, 80s police station has to come with a skeevy white tweaker freaking out. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's that every guy one of these who's movies. like, ah, let me go, let me go. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah. Uh, the there's 80s something man, special crime. 80s. Like every, yeah. every movie had to, in the 80s had to pontificate about crime. Right. Anyway. There was actually a moment with the cops that I hadn't noticed before, and I'm I'm ashamed I hadn't. Where he says, "Give me a cigarette," mm-hmm. and then realizes he's already he's, in the m- middle yeah. of smoking their, one. Their bits together are very funny. Yeah, like it's really the yeah, only they, comedy in the movie. Oh yeah, if they, yeah, if they hadn't get gotten killed by the Terminator, they would have died of lung cancer and alcoholism like five minutes right. after in, in 1987. Yeah. Reagan would still be in office. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some just 80s police. Uh, uh, shout out to every single person at Tech Noir. Yes, that. Oh man, the guy was in a real place. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Whoever wrote the song, I, you got me burning. Yes, I looked person it up. Person that it, tried it was, to stop Arnold because he didn't pay. Yes, he doesn't even look oh. at him. <laughs> like he grabs. No, him, why like, would he? Hey, man! He's and Arnold an just crushes his hand. <laughs> continues looking yeah. around for Sarah Connor. Right. Such a good moment. Uh, it's such a good moment, <clears throat> and like. God, yeah, I, I wish like that, that was a real place. Such, I think they've done tech noir pop-ups. Oh, that's it, awesome. It, it was never a real place. I looked it up because I was like, I, is oh, that no, a no, club? Oh, no, no, it couldn't have been. Yeah. No. No no club would call itself tech noir. No, only, yeah. Only, well, a, I, only a nerd like James Cameron yeah. <laughs> would invent a club that was called tech noir. Tech noir. Perfect club. Yeah. It's a, no notes about the club. It's amazing. You got people yeah. doing the '80s dance with their really skinny ties. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Or some other heroes. Uh. Uh. Well, the trucker and his trucker apprentice, <laughs> which I still want to know more about, because the trucker hits Arnold, and then he turns to a guy tr- trucking with him, and he's like, "Wait here," and I know they did it so that he could get in and go get out. Get out. Yeah. Um. But like, I don't think truckers truck in pairs i could be wrong 
Um, I could very I, much be wrong. I have no idea. If you told me it was like long haul and you would like, you know, just trade ships or whatever, I I, I would, uh, uh, me, a dummy who knows nothing about the trucking industry would be like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. My only experience so is I worked at a truck stop diner and just from that, they always came not in pairs. It was always single right, dudes right. stopping to sleep. Yeah, and the the, uh, the stereotype is is the lone trucker, you know, picking up a, a hitchhiker for sexual favors. Right. So who knows? I, I don't it's know what's fact, actual tr- actually true. It's the fact that the other trucker is younger, and he seems to be bossing him around. So it's like, oh, it's his trucker apprentice. Um, <laughs> I'm, I gonna, don't I'm gonna show you the ropes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a good job, so yeah. I guess good for them. Pays well. Except, yeah, except he's going to have a real story. They don't talk too much about the aftermath of this movie. Uh, and then the only last hero I have is like, w- once when you think the movie is not going to have any more heroes, you think, oh, okay, we're seconds away from the credits. A child shows up. And says, if I don't sell you yep. this picture, my father will beat me. For some money. Yeah. She gets hustled by this, like, 11-year-old pro. It's great. Yeah. Says, you're very pretty. I'm, a sh- I'm, I'm sad I have to charge you or else my father will beat me. Yep. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> it's a good hustle. All right. Yeah, she says, good hustle, kid. Mm, yep. <laughs> um. God, so many heroes. They, they, um, it, that's the one thing you can always, well, not the one thing, but but one thing you can always count on in, in James Cameron movies is they're going to be loaded with just fucking icons. Just, yes, he loves... He yeah. loves goofy little characters that appear I've, for a scene or two. It's one of those things where I feel like on set, someone walks in and they're like, hey, James, can I wear a cowboy hat for this? And he's like, fuck yeah, wear, as, wear three cowboy hats. Anything that, like makes you a human you know like he it's that it's that idea of like i want to fill this world with people and it's got to yeah feel uh lived in you know yeah and i want to give the moment where he says do you have a cigarette and he realizes he's always smoking one like that didn't have to happen that character is just there for exposition and to die Mm -hmm. uh but they he fills it out every little moment he can to give a character something he does Mm-hmm. Uh, listening to fucking music while having sex, like it's it's yeah, like fucking we, Pugsley. We get a couple of side characters that only have one or two scenes, but you know we yeah we get all yeah. we get so much information about who they are from those two scenes. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, it's great. Uh, okay, well I guess we got to wrap this up. Yeah, so we'll, we're going to talk about the most Arnold. This the is moment that is the most Arnold, the most Arnold moment in the Terminator. This is legitimately tough. Well, it isn't. It isn't because I think the obvious one is I'll be As back. I'll be back. Yeah. Um, that said, that's not necessarily the most Arnold moment. Uh, it depends on what you call Arnold, because I'll be back is his defining line. Yes. So there's, it's hard to think of a moment that isn't the most Arnold. That isn't that. Yeah. But it's also not. It Arnold's entire career, it doesn't sum it up. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they only did that for a couple of movies after. Yeah, and it's it's also the fact that he's a villain. Mm-hmm. Uh. 
so he's not terribly charming in it so we can't pick moments where he's being like right the it's persona. actually yeah it's one of the least arnold characters yes. in the span of his career mm-hmm. this is actually the one of the weirder it's, characters it's one it's one of the ones that's the least like him yeah yeah <laughs> or at so least the, the least like was, the personality he, he uh, presents in movies yeah is there a moment where he's the most charming um maybe fuck you asshole fuck but, you asshole like, yeah, him but, swearing doesn't feel very Arnold. No, but I do like, I do really, obviously I love that scene because it's perfect and amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah, just the idea that a robot would be like, well, I want this guy to go away. <laughs> Let me just pick from a list yeah. of responses that should do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the, yeah. Yeah, something Bill Paxton said earlier. Yeah. Uh, is it? Nice maybe night when for a he walk. Gets- <laughs> that, might, that would be my other, my only other vote really although I could make a couple not so serious arguments, but the right. first line he says is nice night for a walk. Like he doesn't quite understand what they're saying to him. It's like he has, there's a moment where he first arrives in our time where he's kind of adjusting still. Yes. He's trying to figure things out. Right. Yeah. And he's, he's still like absorbing information about where he is. So it's like yeah. the, when he's the, when he first talks to the punks, he's, he seems kind of confused, like out of sorts. Right. And it's also a funny delivery. <laughs> Stargazing punks, um, it's they they picked like one of the only types of characters who would in because like generally speaking, if you see a swole naked man mm-hmm. who has no expression, you don't you don't talk to him. Yeah, you just don't. Yeah, um, I mean they were eighties punks. Maybe they all have switchblades. I guess they thought that's what I mean. Is they have to choose like reckless characters. They have to in both T two and this one, they have to choose characters who have outfits that he can wear, who have who have who like have it coming you know who have to like invite the ass kicking or uh not necessarily have it coming but but would conceivably provoke someone like this in a situation yeah. like this yeah uh most arnold when he gets his eyebrows burnt off i would that was one of my <laughs> other ones that i was gonna make he that's does. pretty yeah, that's pretty funny. It's very, very funny. He's also wearing like a weird hairpiece after that because his hair gets yeah. burnt. Yeah. So he has kind of God. funny hair <laughs> from that point on. His hair looks real stupid. We haven't talked about it. The effects are obviously great and not great at the same time. The mirror one's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would call them dated. Like I yeah. can see at the time people going, oh, wow, this is. But it, it it's one of those things that reminds me of like the randomness of movies is like when you watch like there's other action movies from the eighties that have cheesy premises and it's like, why didn't those work? And it's like, well, because they just weren't made as well. Yeah. Uh, but like the effects are all kind of on the same like plane, you know, where it's like, they're, they have the same, just- they're built from the same resources, but not by the same talent. Exactly. Yeah. This is Stan Winston. Yeah. And they knew how to hide it as best they could. Uh-huh. When he turns into a full robot, that's it's perfect. It also that sequence. Yes. Yeah. When he comes climbing out of the uh wreckage, you mean? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And when he's going up the stairs, when he all of that. Yeah. It all looks very good. Mm-hmm. But this the puppet shit with the eye is it's like It's rough. Oof. It's rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um well I don't think we're going to solve this most. No, wrong. let's just, I mean, it's probably got to be, I'll be back. Right. Honestly. Yeah. I think it has to be. I'll it be has back. to be. I'll be back. Yeah. Um, 
so now it's time to rate the movie as we as we do with all of these i want to point uh, out we didn't really highlight it but that sure that death sergeant i believe deserves to be included in the definitely not arnold who gets hit by the car right because he gets hit by a fucking car <laughs> well yeah on top well, of that he's doing that, some paperwork he's probably about to go home in 15 minutes yeah. that the other thing on top of that is like he knows that sarah connor is a, a lady who's being hunted right yeah a murderer they has probably killed put three out, other sarah connors yeah yeah they probably put out a memo and this giant <laughs> terrifying man comes in he's like i'd like to see sarah connor and the guy goes hey you'll have to wait <laughs> And it's like you should probably tell someone yeah. that he that this person is here because uh this giant like there's odd dude came in and asked about her right like your, yeah. your police sense should be tingling at that point right exactly but no uh what a hero all right let's give this a rating this is um we're rating of course in our system of between um one and twenty stolen pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, how many stolen pants would you give this It's a difficult question because the Terminator franchise has a storied tradition uh, uh, steeped in stolen pants. Um, Yeah. It happens. That's mainly what it's about. Right. It's it's really a continuing saga of people from the future coming to our present to steal our clothes. Right. Um, Man, I'd have to give this like 37 pants. 37 pants. Yeah. I I would say... Definitely more than twenty. This is mm-hmm. this is yeah. I'd say thirty-seven, maybe maybe even forty pants. Well, Dave, let me tell you why I decided on the number thirty-seven. Okay. Are you ready to hear this? Yeah. It's because it's how old this movie is. Oh, that is why I told you not bring to bring it me. back. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. Oh, you know what? It just occurred to me. Okay, this is funny. I said, don't tell me how old this movie was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born in 1984. I know. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I legitimately forgot. I keep forgetting how old I am. I, yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny when you get yeah, carded so, and they're like, how old are you? And you have to stop and think. Yeah. You have to, I'm, I'm like, well, I'm a, I'm, I have to be over 30. I mean, at look this at point, my gray right? hair. Yeah. I turned 30 and then I stopped paying attention. Mm-hmm oh fuck we're old yeah um, oh yeah that all right well that was it that's the terminator Arrgh! what what movie are we doing next for arnold do you think oh um commando running man it's probably com- is commando's pre-running man right i believe so I'm i feel positive, like we but i believe i feel like so. we need yeah i i'm gonna i'm gonna look right now i feel like commando has to be on the list we can skip red sonia right oh yeah yeah it's got ernie ray as commando boy but i've all right here's the thing i haven't seen red sonia i also haven't seen raw deal and i feel like raw deal's the one i'd i'd want to watch yeah we gotta watch raw deal out of those two we should watch raw deal if for no other reason than schwarzenegger's actually like the main character in raw deal yeah also uh before the running man you're forgetting the predator oh predator yeah 86 80, well, yeah, it actually, they're both 87, Running Men and Predator. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, well, I guess Commando next. Um, stop over at Raw Deal, perhaps. Mm-hmm. A Predator, then a Running Man. We got so much ahead of us. So many glorious, yeah. glorious uh, multiverses to visit. You know what I'm really excited for? What? Twins. Oh, yeah, that's 89, right? Uh, 88. I haven't seen it. 
I saw it maybe once as a kid. Oh man! And it's also the first Schwarzenegger that's like it's not going to be action. Yes. Yeah, that'll be. That start that movie started Arnold and comedies. Yeah, that's his first one. Someone said, "Wouldn't it be funny if we had him and Danny DeVito?" And it's like, absolutely, it would be funny. Well, yeah, but the movie goes even further. You'll see. It goes even further than that because it it plays with Arnold's well, they're twins. Well, it's right. not just that they're twins. It's that Arnold is, is gentle and sweet and thoughtful and cerebral. Right. And Danny DeVito is like a real grimy uh, shitbag. Oh, that's wonderful. So it, it, it subverts Arnold's persona. Like even at that early stage, they already knew that that was like the smart thing to do. Right. Should we? Probably not. I was going to say, should we cover Christmas in Connecticut? The only film that Arnold Schwarzenegger directed. Yep. Made for TV reboot of Christmas in Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah, he has a cameo in it. Sure. Um, I remember the commercials for that where it was just Arnold sitting in the easy chair by the fire threatening us to watch his film. (laughs) Everybody's like, okay, sure. I guess I I have to watch this, That's that's really what it did. Uh, You know, obviously they did it jokingly, but it was the commercial was actually Arnold sitting there and being, you better watch my movie. It's it's, not Liam Neeson. It's the unhinged stuff where Russell Crowe threatened us yeah. to watch his movie. Yeah, it's called fucking unhinged. Um, you better see it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, shit. Thank you to Norm from Cheese. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. This was this was uh, a delight. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people are interested. Yeah, this was through our Patreon. And if you go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed, uh, you'll see a bunch of stuff, including some exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder's a Maniac and Star Trek The Next Futurama. These are all exclusive Patreon podcasts, uh, and they're and they're great. Yeah. I think so, at least. They, no, they are great. Yeah, they're great. I agree. They're pretty great. Um, yeah. We also have a store, tpublic.com slash store slash gameplay and employer. You can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. Check that out. Yeah. And uh, watch the Terminator. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Did we elaborate that this is this is a tier on our Patreon? <laughs> I'm sure they this are. this. Yeah. Well, not watching the Terminator. No. Anybody can watch. Anybody the Terminator. can watch Terminator. This was just done through our Patreon. Yes, we also watch movies every Friday night. Uh, I think we we would definitely watch the Terminator. We recently. must have. We must have. Yeah. It's all a blur. Life is just. Mm-hmm. God, we're just plummeting to the grave. Uh huh. You know, like it's just I'm grabbing onto anything I can. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just falling into the darkness. I'm making myself as aerodynamic as possible so I can just <laughs> rock it into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. You're yep. like point break, mm-hmm. going straight into the grave. Yep. Did you hear <laughs> that, guys? We're finally backflip. gonna die. <laughs> oh shit! All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's as good as a way of. I need to end this. So. Yep. Bye. Australia. <laughs> <laughs>